Welcome to the Fearfully Fierce podcast. If this is your first time hanging out with me, I am so glad you stopped by. I really think you're going to get something out of this podcast. And if you've been hanging out with me for a while, welcome back, friend. I'm glad you're here. I can't wait to hang out with you again today. My name is Caitlin Strott, and I am an entrepreneur, a teacher, a special educator, and really all-around giver of good vibes. Here on the podcast, I like to talk about what's on my heart, what I've learned in my business, and things that you guys have told me you want to hear about, and ways you can do that, connecting with me on social media, leaving a review, writing me an email, all ways that we can bring the things you guys want to talk about right onto the podcast. And same with people. I like to bring on people that fit right into that niche that we're trying to create and that are going to bring a lot of value to your lives. And that's done by their stories, by their careers, by their journeys, so that you guys can hear that it doesn't matter where you are in your life and what you're walking through. You can, you can get to those dreams, friend. You can, you can build that empire. You can reach those goals. You just kind of got to dig in and hear from some other people who have done it and take away the little nuggets that they found along the way and implement them into your own story. So we're going to get into today's episode. It's going to have a ton of great information, and I really hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the podcast. Hello. (laughs) So... For those of you who don't know, this is my little sister, and I'm going to let you do some introductions. So tell us who you are, tell us what's happening for you right now, and kind of where you are right now in life. Okay. Um, I am going into my third year as a college student. I am a double major in general human services and psychology. And I am also a student athlete. I am on the Elmira College cheerleading team. And that's the main reason I am at the school that I'm at. And in life right now, I am a financially struggling college student working part-time before I go back to school. Yep, that's real. Um, So talk to us kind of about college life because most of us have been to college you know we've we've done the college thing but I think college evolves college changes and I think it's different for every other person too so what are your feelings on college you know about I, I know you kind of had a different experience I think both in being an athlete and both being I think it's also kind of changed for you over the years. So kind of walk us through like what college has been like for you. Um, I would definitely say my freshman year was a very long adapting period, probably longer than the the average college student. Um, I had a lot of problems with being away from home, but I knew that I wanted to be there to cheer and that kind of got me through. And my teammates, I very quickly formed strong bonds with them and that helped me with everything um even though I know that I have loans and whatnot it's still kind of like a present financial burden not that it weighs on you super hard right now but it's kind of stressful knowing you'll be paying for what you're doing for probably the rest of your life um 
the social aspect, it's really small. Um, we don't get any experience with Greek life because we don't have any, and we never get any opportunities to live off of campus, which I think is takes kind of away from the college experience, but everyone at our school just kind of make, makes it work. But um, I think I've grown socially since I've started there, just kind of gotten acclimated to the environment because it is kind of not what I expected a college to be like. So that's what I've been dealing with so far. I would say being on a sports team is a big commitment socially, um, academically. It's a lot of your time. There's lots of stuff you're doing extracurricularly, like on the weekends, community service is huge on our team. So there isn't a whole lot of free time, but we do as a team find time to do things together and bond when we do have time to enjoy to ourselves and we help each other get through academic challenges and whatnot. So it's very helpful. Okay. So you touched on a couple of different things I want to bring up. So you talked about your first year kind of being a bit of a rougher transition than you thought. And so kind of talk us through what was that like for you and kind of how did you get through that season? How has that changed? And what did you expect when you went versus kind of what actually happened for you? Um, What I expected when I first moved in, well, first off, I expected to have a roommate the entire year and she left after our first semester. So that was probably one of like the social downfalls because I didn't have anyone. I did, but I didn't have a roommate to help me get through everything. But I did have my teammates. They were all in the same building. So I guess it wasn't as huge of a deal as they may have thought it was at the time. Um, um, what other questions did you have? So kind of what was it like? What was kind of the hardest part for you in that year? Was it, you know, being away from home? Was it kind of anxiety you were feeling about that, about not having a roommate, about feeling like you're in a new place and you won't be accepted kind of like what was kind of happening with you I would say there was major um I wouldn't say yeah I guess I was like anxious about being far away from home but then I would always have people telling me how much further they live away from home than I do and sometimes that made me feel better sometimes it didn't um and I would say that I was just feeling kind of stuck because I was far away from home I didn't really feel like and because I was there for a sport I didn't feel like I had all the time to go home that I wanted and I just felt like kind of overwhelmed with cheerleading and school and everything and on top of missing home I think that made it a lot harder definitely so what kind of things did you figure out or learn about to kind of help you with that transition to help you through those feelings and through that time to make it a little bit better? Um, I started looking up to upperclassmen on my team, kind of just listening to them and understanding that even they are going through like hard academic challenges, but they've made it that far already. Mm -hmm. And it's not impossible to just push your way through. So help me just keep chugging along. Okay, so you definitely found kind of leaning into the people around you really kind of helped yeah. bring you back up. 
into the community. Okay. Um, and now I think it's important to talk about the financial burden that you're feeling because that's a very real thing for anybody in any stage of, you know, post high school life who has gone on to college because you're either worrying about paying, you're either in school and then worrying about paying after you're either looking into grad school and then kind of, or you're in the actual repayment as you know, you go through life forever. So kind of, I think it's interesting to hear you say that you're only in your, you're going into your third year and that's already something that's weighing on you. So like, what is, what is that? What do you think about? Like, what is it? What does that look like when, you know, you have that weight for you when you're still in school? I think kind of when you fall into like a rut while you're at school, you're like, Oh my God, why am I here? It's going to make me poor for the rest of my life. So it can kind of bring you down in that regard. Um, I can just do one more thing when you hate school to make you hate it more. Um, but I know that in the long run, it's it just had to be done in order to get me an education. We obviously just can't pay $25,000 every year to an institution. So we had to take those um, measures financially. So it had to happen. It is what it is. And it's going to help me get a job. It's going to help me further my knowledge. So it's something that will help me, but it's going to cost me in a lot of ways. Now, talk to me about kind of the concept of college for you, because I think, I know for me, yes, I had a direction that I was wanting to go in. I had, you know, kind of the plan to be a teacher and, you know, that's what I was going to school for and, you know, things like that. But did you ever kind of feel like you went to college just because that was what we're supposed to do and do you feel like that when you're at school like you know am I why am I why am I here am I here because I want to be here like because school is something I enjoy I'm striving to learn or a little bit of it's this is just a a step in the totem pole of what you're supposed to do in life you're just supposed to go to college um I would say from depending on where my mindset is at any given time, it can kind of tamper over the line of feeling like I'm just doing what everyone else is doing and that I want to be there. Um, there are, there's times where I'm very in the moment. I'm like, oh my God, I love being here. I love my teammates. I love everything. I'm doing well in school and I love all the friends that I've made here. Then there's other times where, I feel as if I'm just going through the motions. There's other things I'd rather be doing. I'd rather be at home with my parents and working and making money for the present and having money to support myself. So it kind of just depends on my stress level, what I'm thinking about, and kind of where everything's at drastically changes my mindset. Yep, totally. And so what are some of the things, you know, when you're stressed and, you know, you're kind of feeling overwhelmed and things like that, that help you de-stress, calm down and kind of get back into a better space and a better mindset? Um, Getting off campus is helpful for me, even if it's just going out to dinner with people or even just doing like little things like going on a grocery shopping trip. Like sometimes Mm -hmm. being just removing yourself from the physical environment itself 
can do a decent amount of good to someone who just feels stuck, you're like, all right, I can get away. Which is why it was harder when I didn't have a car last year because I felt so stuck. I felt like I can't go home if I don't if I want to unless someone else is going home. I can't get off campus unless someone else wants to leave. And it just I felt very, very stuck. Yep, that's that's definitely feeling kind of claustrophobic and confined and and it's such a small place that it is very easy to feel stuck yep so that and that's awesome I mean I think that's a big stress reliever for a lot of people that you know you can just take yourself out of your actual environment and then you know kind of just get some new air get some new space see some new things and kind of clear your mind a little bit before you kind of go back in and Re retackle whatever has been and I would say yet. traveling opportunities through cheerleading have also helped with that because you can get away with a group of people that you're close with and that share a common goal and sometimes like the best part of the trip is even just the bus rides and you know hotel stays and just getting away yeah definitely so you talk about being part of a team, you know, you talk about being a cheerleader and, you know, that's one of your biggest things that you're there at school for. So what's kind of your favorite thing about being a part of that community, being part of a team and kind of being a leader on that team? Um, I think that even though it can be extremely stressful, it is something to fill my time that I do at its very root enjoy. And that I am good at and something that I tend to excel at. So it kind of boosts my confidence when I do well. However, when I do bad, it makes it really terrible. But it's something that I am overall good at and something that I want to keep doing because it makes me feel good about myself when I do well. Yeah. So how, because I I mean, I've seen, I've seen you over the years, of course, and kind of your journey, you know, through the sport and, you know, as a cheerleader and how does how do you deal with when you don't do well? And, you know, how does that, what kind of goes through your mind and, you know, what are some things that, you know, you have heard, you've learned that you work on to kind of bring yourself back up? Because, I mean, we all go through different situations, whether it's in work or in a hobby or in a sport or in a relationship where we, we fall down, we fall short and, you know, we, we start beating ourselves up and, you know, we know that we are good at these things and, you know, we, we are able to excel yet as soon as we kind of drop the ball, we're so quick to get on ourselves and, you know, put ourselves down. So what are some of the things that kind of happen with you and that, you know, you've learned over the years to kind of quiet that voice a little bit and kind of bring yourself back up during those times? I've found that the more, flustered I become when I'm presently struggling with something just the worse it gets so I have to try and kind of bring myself back down to baseline because I know that the more I get worked up the more I keep telling myself that I'm doing bad I need to fix this I need to fix this I need to fix this the worse that's it's more it's just more things to think about and it makes it that much easier to split your focus and just keep failing so I found that my captains do very well in um kind of keeping me calm they do with everybody they just make sure everyone just kind of stays 
as calm as they can be because that's when we perform best and that's when we execute things the best and it keeps us that's the best place to be mentally but when it you do start to struggle it's just about figuring out what you can do in that moment to just kind of calm yourself and think about how far you've come already and that you're not bad at whatever you're doing you're just struggling in the moment but it's not you're not struggling across your whole sport you're just struggling right now and you just need to move on and get better exactly so like that mishap that you know failure doesn't define who you are as an athlete it doesn't define you and as a cheerleader it's just it was one routine it was one move and you can do it again next that's, time yeah that's what we're kind of Moving forward from struggling with a lot right now coming off of Daytona is just we have to move on. Yep. And it's hard, but I think it's definitely, you talked a lot about, you know, it's a lot of just mindset Mm -hmm. and like what you're saying to yourself. Because I mean, everybody around you is telling you these things, but what's happening in, in your inside your head isn't always the same thing. So it's kind of having your self-talk and having the things that are going through your mind match the words that everybody on the outside is giving to you and giving back because to you. you can have 500 people say you're fine you're fine you got it you got it you can do it you can do it and if you're you have a shred of doubt in your own mind you're done yep absolutely so talk to us about you know you're in college you're you finally picked your major so like what are, what are your plans for after college you Tell us your major again. Tell us kind of what, what you want to do once you're done. Well, um, I'm a psychology major, and I am also a human services major. Um, I just have a very strong passion for how the brain works and how other people's brains work, and I want to pick them apart. I originally wanted to do something along the lines of science in the medical field, but it is what it is. Um, so I just enjoy figuring out new ways that the brain works and why people act the way they do and what the underlying causes of people's actions are. So I want to probably just do something with people. I'm not exactly sure what that's going to entail yet, but I also still have two years to figure it out. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I mean, I think it's, it's always so interesting how, you know, you go through college, and then once you're done, and you've kind of got your degree, you've got a decent amount of learning under your belt, and you're kind of thrust into the real world. And you kind of just are faced with this question of now what, you know, what, what do you do now with all of this, you know, learning that you've done all of this, all of these things you've gone through and now you're kind of got to put them to the real world. And it's sometimes hard to figure out where that fits. And I think so many times I've seen it happen where, you know, somebody went to school for this and they end up now in this career profession that's completely different yet they're still using the things and the tools and the knowledge that they learned back in college, but in a completely different way and I think than they ever intended. Some people can even sometimes be like wary of that because 
they'll get yes you'll hear that it's fine to change your major however many times you want but some people will be like cost so much money to change your major so some people may just be like all right i'm just gonna stick with this thing that i don't like and we're gonna see if it gets me somewhere so i think even though it has become so popular to change your major whenever you feel the wind is blowing in a different direction some people also may also feel that you know what this is what i started with and even though i'm not totally sure this is what i'm gonna end with and so now where do you fall on that spectrum how are you feeling about where what you've decided what you want to do kind of where are you at even though i got like i'm not gonna say that i got like made fun of for not deciding what i wanted for a year and a half um i think it was the best decision for me personally because granted i'm in an environment where a lot of people come in we have a strong nursing program i'm a nursing major like this is what i'm gonna do or people just most of my teammates came in knowing what they wanted to do and i didn't and lots of people kept asking me during my advising meetings just kind of checking in like what do you what do you want to major in i'm like i'm not sure i'm loading up on site credits right now but i'm still not sure so i took classes knowing what I liked, but I didn't want to declare just because I wasn't sure. So I waited. And once I found that I think I found something that I think will pair well with a psych degree, I'm like, all right, let's do it. Sure. Why not? So I just kind of went like against like the grain because I waited and I waited until I was ready to set in stone what I wanted to do. So now I don't think I'm going to have to change it as, as opposed to if I had jumped in and be like, I want to be a bio major. And then that would have changed within probably a term. So I just waited. I didn't want to rush into anything that I thought I was going to eventually just have to change down the road. I think that's awesome. And I want to, dig into one thing that you said where you know you were a little made fun of and kind of looked on as you know oh you haven't declared your major like what are you waiting for and so kind of how did that feel and did you did you have some moments where you kind of just wanted to decide to kind of quiet those chattering voices or was it hard for you to kind of sit in your decision to keep waiting or what was that like um honestly because it was a stressful thing and I was already dealing with so many stressful things I kind of just pushed off to the side I'm like I'm taking psych classes I'm doing well I'm getting gen eds out of the way I really didn't let it bother me because I had my parents telling me you know what if you don't know yet you don't know yet it's fine I think that's awesome and I think that's uh really good overarching moral just for all things in life you know what I mean it takes people some people longer than others to figure out anything to figure out what they want to do to figure out certain problems to get to certain places than it does others and just because it took the person next to you you know a year to know what they wanted to do maybe it's going to take the person on the other side two years maybe the person across from them doesn't have any idea and they're just kind of walking through and trying to figure it out. But the point is, you know, it takes everybody as long as it takes them and it could change. You know what I mean? Like you made this decision, you waited, you were conscious about it. 
And you could, you know, graduate and get into the field and realize this isn't really the exact way I wanted to do this. So I'm going to pivot a little bit. And that's okay. Yep. Okay. So everybody who comes on the podcast, I ask them five questions. So are you ready? I guess. All right. If you could meet one person, who would it be? Um, 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 Emma Watson. Why? Um, because I think that she is, or at least has been in the past years, past few years, been like working towards being an advocate for things that she strongly believes in and she's very successful and I would just love to talk to her love that okay what time on a typical day for you do you go to bed I have a question am I at home or I'm at or am I at Noah's you can decide um well I'm at Noah's more often than not so probably two to three in the morning Good Lord. Bless you. Okay. What's your favorite food? Um, steak. Steak. Okay. How do you like your steak? Medium. Okay. If you had $100 to go shopping right now, where would you go and what would you buy? If, like, it didn't matter what I bought, like, if I could just do whatever I wanted. Yep, $100. I go to Ulta and buy a lot of makeup. <laughs> okay. And what is something you've done where you felt fearfully fierce? Um, um, hitting on the bandshell last year. Love that. And why did you feel fearfully fierce in that moment? Because there were a lot of reasons to doubt things going well and regardless of that I put out my best I did everything that I was supposed to and I got a positive outcome I love that okay and now I want to ask you just one bonus question if you could tell high school a high school girl getting ready to go into her first year of college what piece of advice would you give to her Even if you hate it, ride it out. Okay, I love it. And now why do you you give that advice? Because four years is a long time, and if you're going to decide that you hate it within three months, you might be missing out on a lot. I love that. I think that's a good good piece. You know, you got to – you have to take some time to, like you said, really decide what it is that you want. It might not be right for you. But you need to take some time to really figure that out and make a good conscious decision. Mm-hmm. I love that. Okay. Well, you did your first podcast. Yay. Thank you for coming on and enjoy your rest of your day. I mean, now it's afternoon, but I know it's just starting for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. And we'll talk to you next time. All right. Bye. Bye. I really thought it would be cool to have 
kind of a different voice on the podcast today and really kind of dig in a little bit to what it's like being a college student in 2018 and what they're going through and how they're dealing with it and what kind of tips and tricks we can give to them and help them get along with all the things that they're dealing with, which as you heard, isn't all that different from things that we're dealing with as adults out of college. So I really hope you got something out of this. And if you've got somebody that you want to bring on the podcast, shoot me a DM, shoot me a Facebook message, write me a review and I will look at it. And guess what? I'm going to try and get those people on here so that I'm bringing you guys things that you want to hear about. I'll see you guys next week.